right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie, try to figure out what other movies inspired it. And today on the show, we're doing something we haven't done yet before. We've done a couple of uh, smaller indie films, but this is a actual short film, and it's a fan film. But you know what? Before we get into it, uh, just the usual top of the show, I want to remind you all to please make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on whatever your podcast app of choice is. You could also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. You go to our website, PiecingPod.com, sign up for the mailing list. There's a whole bunch of ways to get in touch with us, and we want to make sure you are in touch and you are uh, being a part of the process. We want to get feedback from you guys. We want to keep making this show a better show, and we really appreciate all you who have been out there listening. Also, this is either going to be going up while I'm at the Podcast Movement Convention or the day I get back from the Podcast Movement Convention in Philadelphia. I'm not really quite sure yet, but I'm recording all my... Uh, intros and outros, doing my editing, writing up my show notes, all that stuff now, because I'll be getting on a plane tomorrow and heading out to this convention, go do some networking and uh, meet some people, do some live stuff, and hopefully have a whole bunch more content to bring back to share with you guys. So uh, with that, let's jump into today's movie, which like I said, is actually a short fan film. It's the Uncharted fan film uh this is a video game series for those that don't know uh that's been popular for the last decade on the uh, playstation platform it's one of the best video game series of all time honestly it's basically and we'll talk about the indiana jones connection but this is basically the video game version of indiana jones in a lot of ways and it's always been from the very first one uh, up until just recently, Uncharted 4, and then the spinoff, uh, The Lost Legacy. It, it's always been a very cinematic game, so it really lends itself well to the idea of a movie, and a movie has started and stopped many, many times over the years. Um, there's been a lot of different actors attached, a lot of different directors attached, uh, but the one actor that everybody who loves this series has always wanted is this guy, Nathan Fillion. And um, he's kind of got like this cult following. He's been in a bunch of TV shows and uh, everybody's always wanted him to play the main character, Nathan Drake. And somehow just completely out of nowhere, this director, Alan Unger, managed to put together a little bit of money and make a fan film with Nathan Fillion. It's amazing that they were able to pull this off. Um, and the results are actually pretty awesome. And my friend TJ Cross, who has been a guest co-host on the show before, he messaged me about it because me and him, we always have talked about uh, Uncharted. It's both of us. It's one of our favorite video games. And uh, and it's funny because Uncharted actually came up in the last episode he did with me, which was Tomb Raider, which is also very inspired by Uncharted and a lot of the same movies that Uncharted itself is inspired by. So uh, we talked about it, and we're like, you know what, let's do an episode on this, even though it's not a feature-length movie. And I'm glad we did, because it was a really fun talk. Uh, We get into a lot of stuff that we love about the games. Uh, We get into a lot of stuff that we loved about this short fan film. Um, So without any further ado, let's get into this talk about Uncharted, the fan film. So back on the show today, we've got returning co-host, first time in a while, TJ Cross, my buddy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? 
I'm I'm doing great, man. Uh, last time you were on, it was before your wedding, where I was your best man, yeah. and uh, now you're now you're a married man, and now oh, we're doing right, another man. episode. I know, I'm excited. Yeah, so. You know, last time we were on, uh, we were doing Tomb Raider, and of course, we ended up talking about Uncharted a whole bunch. And who would have thought that we would be back now with Uncharted, a live-action fan film? I cannot wait to talk about Jurassic Park, or Jurassic <laughs> World 2. I'm so excited about this. Hey, hey, we, seriously, we, I, I, by the end of the year, we are going to go back and do it, and no one's going to care because, you know what? <laughs> Because we talked about doing that episode for like five weeks, and I think I missed like you said a time like every night of the week, and yeah. I kept saying, "Yeah, I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there," and then I just disappeared. That movie is going to be ancient. It's going to be like one of those like like that Sinbad movie that everyone thinks they remember, but it didn't actually exist. That's well, what Jurassic I, World Two is going to be by the time. One hundred percent. Except, can I just lay one thing about Jurassic World? Now I swear I'll stop talking about it. Okay. I now rank it the second best Jurassic Park movie ever. Just want to throw that out there. Interesting. Um. I'd say it's towards the top third. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we should anyway. really do an episode on that sometime down the line. Yeah. Anyway. So I think that I think that's gonna happen one of these days. <laughs> yeah. When no one really cares, and you know, you get three views, it'll be you, me, and and Q. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, Uncharted, the live action fan yeah. film. It's actually a real thing. Um, yep. You know, I think we like I'm not like I don't know this Nathan Fillion guy. I didn't watch the shows he was on, but I after seeing like fans, wait, 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 wait. are you doing this just to like irk me? Like, is this like a setup? Or do you no, really I, I'm us? dead serious. Like people talked about how Nathan Fillion needs to play Nathan Drake in a Uncharted film. And I looked him up. and I was like, oh, yeah, this guy looks good. But I've never seen him in anything. So you never watched Ser uh, Serenity or nah, I ne never watched any of those shows. I know that they're like major like the nerd cold, cold bible yeah. show yeah yeah, yeah 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 or like he had the um oh he had that tv series on for castle okay he was on that too i didn't even know he was i on. didn't watch i didn't watch that show but that was okay. his like big thing lately but anyway yeah dude yeah. he's huge he's like a yeah. huge like cult star for like sci-fi nerds yeah exactly and and it's amazing that this actually exists. Uh, this director, Alan Unger, kind of came out of nowhere and must have <laughs> said, hey, I got some money. You want to do this? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, dude, and that, wasn't that like the first thing you noticed? I was like, this thing had money against it. Like, this is yeah. not like some cheap, like, you yeah. know, this thing had like had to have hundreds of thousands of dollars against it easily. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> well, and I think we'll get into it more as we go. But I think yeah. part of the reason why what whatever money they did have uh, was able to be stretched so far is because they really almost kind of used the game as like art direction. Like, you know, so they were yeah. able to like skimp, <laughs> skimp on some departments because they're like, well, we already got the, we got all that, you know, we yeah, just yeah, yeah, 100%. jump right into shooting. Um, yep. But yeah. So, you know, with that said, here we are, we've got an uncharted fan film. And even though this is going to be the first time we've ever done something like this on this show, uh, we're going to cover it on this show and yeah. just do the usual thing of going into inspirations. Cause I think, uh, you know, there's a lot other than just the Uncharted video games, so I, I think it'll be a fun one to talk about here. So, uh, yeah. as has become uh, uh, the precedent on this show since the last time you were on, I let the guest go first. So, hey, what's your first <laughs> puzzle piece? Uh, Tomb Raider games, okay. actually. All right. yeah, I know what you thought I was going to say, but <laughs> the Tomb Raider games only because I, I feel like the the whole 
I know there, I know there's a story of you know where the story came from. We'll get into that later and how the character type and who he relates to, <clears throat> Indiana Jones. You know, but really, the the style of storytelling and the, and the gameplay really does I feel like draw more inspiration from like those old Tomb Raider games. Sure, I, uh, I mean, I just. You know, it was like the modernization of Tomb Raider. I mean, think about it, dude. Those Tomb Raider games came because, the new ones I'm talking about, came because of Uncharted. Right, right. Like, yeah. We talked about that on the Tomb Raider episode, how it was yeah. like almost like a going back and forth influencing each other thing. It was yes. like, yeah, Tomb Raider came, then then Uncharted, and then back to Tomb Raider, but like it was insanely better, and, and Uncharted had to one-up that. And yeah, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Tomb Raider is, I think, a huge influence on this, as well as it is, of course, on the games. Um, so my first puzzle piece, um, we'll see if you remember this is Mortal Kombat Rebirth. Do you remember this? Yeah, but why? I'm really curious to hear this. Wait, how? Because Mortal Kombat Rebirth, as far as I'm concerned, and now I, I'm a nerd, but I'm not the kind of nerd that like, I don't like get super into nerdy things, but so I, maybe there's a lot that I've missed, but as far as I'm concerned, Mortal Kombat Rebirth is the best fan film of anything ever. That was like and, back in like what was that the one around 2011 or nine or something like that, right? Like it's from, uh, it's like I think it was a little earlier than that, like 2006 oh, okay. or five or something. Like uh, okay, okay, that. okay. But, okay. But, you're talking about, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I, I actually looked it up before we did this. This Kevin Tancheron guy, he, he directed it, and it, he ended up going on to do a lot of the Marvel TV shows. He had done like kind of nothing oh, wow. at that point. Um, but uh, it, it's it's like the best fan film ever. It takes the Mortal Kombat universe and turns it into like a real movie, even though it's like a little web series, but into something that's like actually works as a film. It works as a narrative. It like makes the characters a little more grounded. It, uh, you know, it does everything right. Basically I thought, and I think we were all kind of blown away by it back when it came out. Um, I think this uncharted movie um, is obviously trying to kind of capture a little bit of that energy of actually doing justice to the game where, where yeah. I don't think a lot of fan things usually no. do a lot of times. It's just a bunch of, you know, a bunch of fans just fucking around and making something for fun. Whereas this was like a real kind of movie. I mean, you know, it really kind of, you got into it and it, it felt like something. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. It kind of that was like the first. I feel like, and maybe there's something that came out before that, but the Rebirth movie was like the first real, like, professional-looking fan film. I feel like I ever saw. Yeah, it was kind of it was you know almost I mean? shocking when it came out, and yeah. uh, it just kind of came out of nowhere. And we're like, holy shit, this is like a real Mortal Kombat movie. And I mean, I'm still kind of waiting on them to <laughs> to expand that into a actual feature. I would. I would love that if that happened. Well, um, that movie though, that movie Rebirth actually had another effect. It actually was the inspiration for remember that really <laughs> dark Power Rangers fan film with James Vanderbeek? Yeah, yeah. I read an interview where they said their their inspiration came from the fact that they did Rebirth. That's Mortal awesome. Kombat Rebirth. So I, I think you you never know. I mean, that could sort of be an inspiration for the director because it was the first like I said, it was the first fan film I also agree that that was like, wow, this is like I want to see this in cinemas, like a right. real full version of this. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I ab- absolutely, when I watched this, uh, this Tomb Raider fan film, um, which I, I would say like, and we'll get into, you know, an overall review towards the end of the episode, but I would say I, I really liked it a lot and I want to see more, like, you yeah. know, I would, I would love yeah, to see yeah, more, yeah. you know, okay. leave them wanting more. And I think that that's what that Mortal Kombat one did. I think this Uncharted one, like it, it they had to have been reaching for that same bar, you know? Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I agree. 
what would your uh, next puzzle piece be? So I'm just gonna stick with video games here. I'm gonna be the mm -hmm. real nerd in the room and talk about Prince of Persia. Ooh. Um, so, but the newer Prince of Persia's because I feel like right around when and I don't, you know, I'm not enough nerd to know the exact dates when all this stuff happened. But I remember the Prince of Persia series made it like sort of a comeback in like the action platformer mm. genre, and I played one of those games. I can't remember which one. There's like like 50 of them now, but. I loved it. It was so good. And it didn't have like the story or the character, you know, none of that that Uncharted has. But the gameplay was eerily, Uncharted is eerily similar to Prince of Persia's gameplay. Um, obviously not guns, swords, but all the platforming stuff that you do. And Uncharted is a huge platformer. Like there's yeah. a lot of climbing, jumping, figuring out obstacles, puzzle, wall puzzles, all that kind of stuff. And that was everything in this Prince of Persia game. So um, I'd be shocked if there wasn't a lot of gameplay inspiration from the revised or remade Prince of Persia games. Sure. What what, do you, what did you think of the Prince of Persia movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> I think the Uncharted fan film is 50 times better. <laughs> that was so bad, dude. Oh, my the, God. Now, isn't that crazy that this fan film is better than that? Because, and I agree with you 100%, but that, that's, uh, that's well, pretty freaking wild actually, when you not, think about it. Yeah, not to throw this conversation, like this whole uh, podcast off, but what uh, and maybe we could talk about this at the end but which video games ever had a really good wide release film well yeah you know i think we should definitely talk about yeah. that we could talk about it right now <laughs> we can talk okay. about it right now i'll take a little break from the puzzle pieces um you know what one, one movie that i wanted to talk about so bad on this podcast and i just never got around to it was this year's rampage which i love um that to me is my it's probably my favorite video game movie um it, it's you know dumb as shit of course but i mean you yeah. kind of want a video game movie to be dumb as shit you know um but uh it was just it's all the things you love about the game and that seems to be really hard for filmmakers to translate into movies see i think that the rampage game i agree with you by the way rampage was so much fun like ridiculous so fun. amount of fun yeah it was great but isn't it also probably the easiest to transition into a film yes. because the yeah. game of rampage is basically you know king kong destroying manhattan with a bunch of other beasts right yeah i mean so it was it, it you didn't even need the game to make that rampage movie that yeah. that rampage movie though by the way was just the stupidest most fun i've had in a long time so in dumb. a movie it was so dumb and so good and, you know, way yeah. better than Skyscraper, whatever that movie is that he's in Yeah, now. it was it was much better than Skyscraper. <laughs> yeah. um, other good uh, video game movies, you know, for the time, I loved uh, the first Mortal Kombat movie. Um, I uh, mean, it's obviously uh, it didn't age very well, no. but, you know, <laughs> we were kind of the exact right age for it, though, at the time. And I mean, I, oh, yeah. I kind of loved it then. Um as an oddity of, of, of cinematic history, I would say the Street Fighter movie is like, and also the Super Mario movie are so bad, but they're like such like interesting, weird movies. Dude, I love that Super Mario movie. Oh, I, know I know it's horrible. I know it, it really didn't age well at all. But no. here's, here's a question for you, though. While I don't personally find them to be good, there was some traction for those Resident Evil movies. They made like four or five of them. Yes, absolutely. I, I think... Um, I think they get progressively worse each one, but that first one was pretty good. Um, it was all right. Yeah, they, they have a huge fan base though. And there's, you know what I found? I, maybe this is just a Vegas thing, but um, a lot of like, like local independent, like filmmakers trying to get into filmmaking, they seem to be influenced by those movies. Like they, they seem to be like a big, like, uh, like they love the resident evil movies. And that's a part of their drive to want to become a filmmaker. 
and I just can't get through them. I watched the first I one. Know. I was like, it was all right. I saw the second one. I thought they were horrible. But, and to wrap that, that whole combo up, um, you know what else was a, a decent video game movie? I thought the first Tomb Raider for its time right, wasn't terrible. Right. Yeah, right. I'd, I'd say all, all the Tomb Raider movies had a little bit of an extra something, even the newest one, where even if they weren't great, they were at least like watchable movies, you know. And then you have the things of like Double Dragon and okay. <laughs> Wing Commander. I can't even Wing Commander. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think even uh oh that Rock Doom film. Oh my god. <laughs> well, actually, okay, and we can get back on track here, Dave. But actually, that brings up one thing I do want to say that I. Not sure how I feel. They did the same thing in the Rock Doom movie where they did the first person video game shooting sequence or whatever. Remember that? Yeah. I got a little nervous when the dude went to the behind the back. He was perfectly executed, but when he goes behind Nathan's back and, he, and the screen, the black bars disappear and it like opens up like the gameplay. I thought that was the only part I was like, oh, why? Well, guess what? That's a perfect what? transition into my next puzzle piece, <laughs> which, yeah. which is. The first person shooter scenes of the Doom movie. With the <laughs> <laughs> and we um, even talk about this beforehand. Yeah, yeah we did not. Um, so I honestly, I don't even remember the Doom movie. I but I remember here. I saw it, but I don't remember a thing about it. But I remember yep. hearing that it had a first person shooter mm -hmm. moment. So that's why I, I thought of it. But um, uh, I actually liked how they pulled it off in this Uncharted movie. I think they, they pulled done. off the video game. Ca uh, camera point of view really really well in a way that i can't imagine the two movie did but uh yeah. i mean Better I don't than know. anyone's ever done it yeah i feel like all video game movies do a sequence like that as like you know to fan yeah. fair or whatever bring yeah. up to the fans but it it was it was it was excellent i mean he pulled the guy pulled it off perfectly yeah. it really felt like i was watching the video game that's great at the same time i was like oh i don't yeah. know at the same time i was just like cheese mo yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it, it is definitely a little bit on the cheesy side um but yeah, I mean, I was I was surprised they actually pulled it off, and it, it makes me want to go on like YouTube or something and see how they tried to do it in the two movie because it must have been so bad. Oh, it's I, dude, it's so bad. It's just this like oh, you have to watch it. It's so so bad. Oh god, it's just this gun. It's literally just this gun, and it's the the BFG, right? Of course, yeah. like you know, just like it's so it's so bad. You know, they, I think they're they are still making a Duke Nukem movie. I, do you think they're going to try to do it again in that? So, well, if they're smart, they don't go down. The, I, I know Duke Nukem. If they're well, smart, they cancel the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, Duke Nukem, though, is one of the few video games that actually, like, it should be stupid in the film, right? Like, right. it should be ridiculous, over-the-top, cursing, sexist, everything. Like, it's got yeah. to be a wreck. And it might work because it's Duke Nukem. But yeah. I imagine that it's, like everything else, going to be pretty bad. It's really strange. It's like... And especially in this time and everything with like Me Too and everything, it's like I just don't see how they're going so to wrong. release a Duke Nukem movie now. Like, I think they've really missed their window by like 20 years. Hey, do you think that – here's a quick question for you. Do you think that now that they have the fan film, it's totally like – first of all, can I curse in your podcast? Yes, you may. Okay, thanks. It's totally like <laughs> fucked the future Uncharted uh, film because because I think it's the Spider Man dude, right? Tom Holland was that yeah, his name? Tom Holland. Yeah. Is, that's yeah. the rumor, right? That he's or that's who's supposed to play a younger Nathan Drake. I gotta tell you, I think this may have screwed that. I'm really interested. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it would if it would renew interest in it or if it would. Take, yeah like take it away because it's like oh this is the one we all wanted and here we go we got it why do we need a movie now right like, and well or this is i well i want to see we talked about this i want to see more i was actually in this movie dude 
it was the ending that got me excited. I was like, I want to see where they're going. Like, that's yeah. what I wanted to see next. I was really excited for that part. So I was like, God, I just wish they could just scrap the movie, go to Netflix, work with Naughty Dog, work with Sony, whatever, and do this as a like a, a 13 part episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just do it as an episode. Absolutely. TV they, show. They totally could, too. And it's like, it doesn't like. If it, if it was like a 10 episode thing, like they would need like big set pieces in like two yes, episodes. Yes, yes. The, the, the rest of it, though, the rest of it, they could pull off pretty cheap, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like escaping from uh, being tied up places and stuff. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think they'd have to as as good as it looked, they would have to probably refill, like do a, a true pilot full budget yeah. episode. But I mean, it's I can it, the casting was great, dude. I think yeah. everybody was amazing. You like you liked uh, Stephen Lang as Sully as well. Oh my god! And I never would have imagined it. I never would have pulled it off so well. He, <laughs> he knocked it out of the park. Mouth. He pulled it off so well. I mean, he clearly. What's funny is like I can't imagine he knew anything about Uncharted. Yeah, I know. Right? Right? And then he was just and they were like, just watch some of this gameplay. You know, he just like mimicked. It was he just mimicked whoever it was playing Sully in the video game, and yeah. it was so good. He did a great job. It was job. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. Oh man, well, what would your uh, next puzzle piece be? I mean, I wanted to be like really avant-garde and out there, but the truth of the matter is, Raiders, right? Raiders of Lost Ark, not the other sure. Indiana Jones. I think out of all of them, that version of Indiana Jones, the wisecracking, like kind of flies by the seat of his pants he hasn't really like i feel like um actually nathan fillion said like the reason that he enjoys playing nathan drake is because he's like not the guy you would really want to bring in an emergency situation he's not like the the trust like you know you can't count on him all the time he's kind of just flying by the seat of his pants sure. and i feel like the original raiders the original indiana jones character was more like you know just kind of all over the place and just surviving obviously very smart they're both very intelligent nathan drake like had knows all this knowledge so he's always like uh no one knows what you're talking about when you ramble like this kid and i always love when they do that they did it in the video games and the movie because one of the things about the uncharted games and i don't know about you but for me 60 percent of the time i don't know what the hell's going on like i cannot follow that storyline at all dude like i'm always like what i just know we're going to cool locations to shoot people and jump around and have cool cutscenes. it's funny you say that because um you were just saying about how you want to know what's going to happen next after this fan film like in the story but i had read and now i didn't remember this because the exact same reason i don't half the time know what the hell's going on in the game i'm just playing um but i read that that if you were paying attention it's a, a perfect setup to uncharted 4 this is like a prequel to Uncharted 4. Is that uh, right? I don't remember. I, I so, don't remember. But, well, that's the thing, though, that's about the Uncharted. Like, you know, in most movies, like, there are movies with great stories, right? And then there are yeah. movies with amazing chemistry between characters, right? And they're characters. And that's kind of what Uncharted is to me. And that's kind of yes. what I meant about Raiders is it's all about the characters. I don't care where we're going or what we're doing. Just put cool set pieces up there and, yeah. you know, talk about some cool history. I'll learn something here or there. But at the end of the day, I really care about the chemistry between the characters. And that's what distinguishes Uncharted so much. And I feel like that's also what made Indiana Jones so interesting in the beginning was that his character alone was just really interesting. And with Uncharted, the chemistry between him and Sully is just, I love it. I don't know. I watched that game and I'm really, I'm always like just so enthralled by that, that the, the, the characters in the Uncharted games. Yeah. Well, here's a quick aside before we get to the next puzzle piece. Have you played the Lost Legacy yet? No. No, me neither. And I bought it and I just haven't gotten a chance to like put it on and get into I, it. I read some like mediocre reviews, I guess. Like it was, people are kind of like it's average I'm hearing. Yeah. And and I was just like, uh, I, I loved, I mean, did you love Uncharted 4? Oh, yeah. So good. I loved uh, Uncharted yeah. 4 was, I think it was the second best Uncharted, in my opinion, yeah. next to number I say, two. I would say so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was so good. I just, I feel like 
I think a part of me is like, okay, I, that story's ended. I don't want to know anything else. I don't know. It's weird. Like, unless <laughs> well, they call Uncharted 5. Yeah, the, yeah, for sure. I, I do know two people who have played it and said it was great. So I don't oh, I'm, really? Eventually, I'm going to do it. Uh, I yeah. have it sitting there. You know, <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to do it. But yeah. I, you know, I think maybe it'll be the first thing when I finally get a 4K TV because I got a PS4 Pro for no freaking reason i have the same thing with no 4k tv i still have my old 2010 tv i'm like i gotta wait till that dies maybe yeah yeah exactly um so okay so yeah indiana jones um yeah and yeah and i would say little bits and pieces of the whole series as well but definitely raiders is the yeah. uh the, the main one there um yeah, crystal skull <laughs> except for that one <laughs> um so my my next puzzle piece would actually be a combination of two series, um, mm. uh, and that would be James Bond and Mission Impossible. Yeah, perfect. Um, and that that again, like a lot of this, goes for both the game and this fan film. Um, but like especially in this film, uh, you know, you got that cartoonish bad guy. And he's you know he's got the hero yeah. captured, but the hero's like ten steps ahead of him and just <laughs> kind of like just playing along until it's time to break out. And uh, it just remind, reminded me of something that happens in every single one of those movies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's actually really good, by the way. And I think, like, we just, we, you and I are huge Mission Impossible fans. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, we, I'm so pumped. I, I mean, I've read the reviews. They're like, eh, you know, not the best one, whatever. But, you know, and those movies have been repeating themselves over and over again, oh, I feel like. But dude, I, the reviews I read have said it's fucking amazing. Really? The review <laughs> yeah. I read was like, we've seen this movie twice now or like oh. something like that I read. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter because I'm going to love it. I don't care. It's one of those movies where I, I can care wait. less what anyone says. But um, yeah, the Mission God, the Mission Impossible movies are so good. And, so and good. while the character isn't, obviously the characters are very different. The yeah. action sequences are extremely, and the situations with the bad guys right. are extremely similar. Extremely Definitely. similar. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, sure. it's so funny too. Like though, like that's such like a like an endearing character. Like the whole like the guy who's just he, you know, he's gonna get out of every situation, but it doesn't suck away any of the uh, suspense because it's like it, it's still they somehow manage a way to um to balance it. To where it's still suspenseful, but you know he's gonna just kick everyone's ass and, and get out of and there, you know. How good is Simon Pegg in that movie? Those movies. Oh I, yeah, I know. He's so good in those he's movies, dude. He's he's like in everything. He's just he's the man. I love Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg rules. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> okay, so my fourth one isn't a movie. Okay. My fourth one is a. Not. I guess you would call it a thing. I I don't know. Okay. Um, and you're gonna laugh, so keep your keep your laughter to a minimum here. Oh, it is. Quick time events. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and this is a big thing with it for anyone listening who isn't a nerd. Um, quick time <laughs> events are sometimes called QTEs. Uh, there are moments in video games where it goes to full story and you lose partial control of the character, and all you can do is hit like one button at the right timing so your guy jumps out the window or like dodges a punch or something. <laughs> be so infuriating sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And um, they've become a big thing nowadays because they help keep things cinematic in, in games. Um, and some yeah. people like them. Some people don't. I personally like them. Because I love them. I love, I love them. when games are cinematic. So it works. Yeah. You know, it, it keeps yeah, yeah. the flow going. Um, but yeah, uh, the Uncharted games have always been big on quick time events. And this movie it it almost feels like a series of quick time events the way it's like uh jumping out the window at that one point and the way he's like like escaping from the guys and like some of the uh like a lot of the action moments they feel like those same kind of quick time events in the game yeah 
I agree, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. So, so I, I'm gonna give my next puzzle piece because sure. it's sort of I'm gonna combine two just okay. for for time's sake, and they're 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 different, but they're also not. So, well, they are. So, Lawrence of Arabia, okay, mainly because Uncharted Three reminds me of Lawrence. I just I remember looking at Uncharted Three and it had this. If you've ever seen Lawrence of Arabia, and and Dave most for most part doesn't think anything happened before like 2008. So right, that's true. I, don't I think, have not seen yeah, Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen Lawrence of Arabia, but anyway, I think you probably have seen pictures or something at some time. A lot yeah, I was of like, I was like, why does this old movie look like Uncharted Three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. So anyway, the huge cinematography and the huge like desert scapes and like how um, the horseback riding. I mean, I mean, it might be cheesy, but it, it, and I guess you could say Indiana Jones too, right? But the but Indiana Jones is inspired by Lawrence of Arabia, obviously, in many shots. But how they shot Lawrence of Arabia, it very much. I remember watching Uncharted three, and I thought, wow, this this looks just like Lawrence of Arabia. So I think in turn, it sort of has obviously some influence, obviously not directly to the fan film, but Uncharted in general. And then the real one here is Da Vinci Code. Hmm. Because I feel like Da Vinci Code, right? Rather it be the book or the movie. Um, I mean, this is all, all it is is clues, right? And finding out these big conspiracies and finding out about all these huge historical events and the real meaning behind it. And I mean, that is what Uncharted is, right? That is what this is. He was finding clues about the ship lost yeah, exactly. in the middle of blah, 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 right? And the compass and all that. Other. So, um, yeah, I think the Da Vinci Code has uh, a lot of similarities and probably inspired Uncharted. Uh, yeah, somewhere. absolutely. I, I think uh, Lawrence of Arabia more for the game specifically, not so much for, yeah. this, for this film. Not for this but, film. Not but Da Vinci film. Code, a hundred percent for this film. Um, the way that the way that he's finding those clues, and I actually love that little um, the little puzzle thing that he did, like with the glasses. Where yeah, that was awesome. Numbers. That was great. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, and that's very Da Vinci Code. Yeah, 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 yeah very, very Da Vinci Code, and as well as being very the game at the same time. So, yeah, hundred I mean, percent. That was yeah. a really cool little uh, little um, little. What would you call it? Thingy? Uh, thingamajiggy? Yeah, a little thingamajig. Yeah. Yeah, like thingamajig. Good thingamajig. <laughs> so, so can I just ask you? I'm, I'm sure. dying. Like, I know you liked it, but I'm really want to know your thoughts on the, like, the, like, just some overall, like, like for me, um, would have liked to have seen a little more action. I think I know it's a short 14 minute film, but, yeah. um, other than that, I, dude, I, I thought this thing was like, perfect <laughs> i yeah. gotta tell you like it was it was really it was really really perfect and i think he could seriously star either in a real series like a tv series for netflix or amazon or whatever or it could be a major motion picture seeing this though and the way it kind of cliffhanged at the end yeah. i would love to do like 58 minute episodes and and just see like 10 episodes drawn out on netflix oh, i think it'd be I, amazing i would love it i would absolutely love it i my biggest criticism i would say is that i do think as 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 great as he is for the role and 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 all that, I do think he seems a little old for yeah. for uh, for the Nathan Drake character. Um, you know, if you were to tell me this takes place like you know a few years after the last game, then I would be like, yeah, that makes sense. You know what yeah. I mean? But it yeah, kind of seems like this is right in the middle of his adventuring, and I'm like, eh, yeah. I don't, you know, he looks but old. yeah. Yeah, but I do think that as far as doing justice to the game and just as its own standalone thing, I mean, it was fun. It the jokes landed, the action yeah. was good. You know, um, it, the things that we're talking about here with these puzzle pieces, um, like these these film inspirations, they really shined in it. I thought, like you know, like the Indiana Jones aspect and and uh, the Da Vinci Code aspect and uh, 
you know, I, th- I think it, the James Bond and all that, and yeah, yeah. It, re- it really worked what they put together. And I, I was surprised. Yeah, they really he, did pull it off. Yeah, like he, he definitely, yeah, he definitely nailed the sarcasm. And by the way, this director who I've never heard of and looked him up on IMDb and was still shocked that he filmed this. Like, I know. he had great he's direction. Done like, he's done like nothing. Like, he did like a few shorts and I think a documentary. It like, was great direction. It was great yeah. film. Whoever the DP was, it was all shot really well. I agree with you, by the way. I just want to talk about the age thing. I do agree with you. Um, you know, you're right. Plus, he didn't look he, – he wasn't uh, dexterous enough. He wasn't agile enough. He definitely looked yes. a little uncomfortable moving around. He yes. definitely is a little bit older guy who clearly his bones are hurting him already. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm, 30, I'm 38 and my bones are hurting. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, but there was that one running shot, and I was just like, oh, he looks like he's not moving at all. Um, that being said, um, at the same time, I personally think Tom Holland's way too young. So, right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I would like to see someone in the middle. And I don't know who that is, but I would like. I think someone more in the middle is probably the better route to go if they're going to do. But off, off the top, off the top of your head, let's cast it. Oh God, that's gonna okay. Uh, if you think we you can. go first while I think about it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. A good lead. So I'll come. Right? I'll I'll hit you with with one. Okay. That I used that I used to think of, and maybe not now. I don't know because I don't know. But what about? Uh, this is a little bit outside the type, I feel like, but I think he could do a great job. Oscar Isaac. Dude, that's so funny. I swear to you, I was just thinking of Oscar Isaac. And I, and I think it's because you. of Star Wars that got me thinking about it because I was like, you know, he's pulling off that little bit of that sarcastic, rebellious guy. Like, I feel like he could pull it off. Yeah, the wisecracking and all that. Yeah, and like, yeah, and the yeah, face yeah. Of danger and all that. Yeah, he like really pulls off that energy. And yeah. I swear I was just thinking Oscar Isaac. That's... And I was like, should I say Oscar Isaac? You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I am so on board with that. That would be awesome. And I love him so much. And they're never oh, going to give him, him enough to do in the Star Wars movies. So. No, they're never going to give him enough. He's yeah. so good. He's like he's one the, the best he's... part of this new trilogy. And they're just yes, I agree. I him. agree. He's the most yeah. talented and best part of it. I 100 percent agree yeah. with you. You know who else people would say, but I'm going to like knock it out. Uh, huh. I've heard people say Chris Pratt. No, I think he's not the right guy for it. Chris Pratt. I, I think. I think it would be popular. Like, I think it would do well, but I don't, yeah, he's not quite right. He's, uh, he's he's a little too like wooden. Like, I don't know. He's just not quite right. I I like him though. Um, Oh, I like him a lot. I actually would have still liked him as a revised Indiana Jones. Um, I think he does the guardians thing so well. Like he's really great star Lord, but, Oh, Oh, what about Chris Pine? Ooh, Chris Pine could be good. He's, he's he's a a little too pretty. Um, but, but he, he good though. he's great i love him as an actor i think he's really awesome i think i think he's like underused i think he could be so good in so many things um he is underused i agree yeah so what else give me some more what do you, what do you okay I think I, I, go ahead i got one for uh for sully um what about michael douglas yeah that would work i could see that i would like to see jeff bridges Jeff Bridges, <laughs> just because just because I love him and everything, dude. He's not the right yeah. fit at all. Completely outside the cat type, but, <laughs> but he's the man. But um, no, I think that's a good one, Douglas. I think. What about the What about the girl? There's the two girls: is the blonde and the and the the dark haired one. Um, yeah, that would I. I You'd have to do a lot of editing in, in your podcast here because I this takes me that'll take me some time to figure that one out because they're actually not your typical stereotypical women. Yeah, like yeah, casted women in movies like they actually are, you know, I, I that's a that's a tough one. Hey, wait though, what okay. about Luke Evans for for uh, Nathan Drake? 
Wait, who's Luke Evans again? He played Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. I didn't see Beauty and the Beast. Oh, you pathetic I don't think human I know being. who this person was. Was this guy in a Marvel movie? Otherwise, I don't think I know who he is. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, that's Chris. That's Chris Evans. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Guy, I, I think I know who this guy is. Was this guy in a Marvel movie? <laughs> I hate you. That's all people see now. Um, who could play Sully, though? Oh, that's gonna. That's actually going to... You might have a good one. Yeah, I think both of those. I think those were two really good Sullys. I, I'd be down for either of those. And with Oscar Isaac in, uh, in the main role, I'm down for this. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you know what we didn't do, and I'm going to do it right now, is the finished okay. puzzle. I'm going to... Uh, list down all of the puzzle pieces that we discussed real quick. Um, so, of course, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones. Um, also, the Tomb Raider games, the Prince of Persia games, uh, the Mortal Kombat Rebirth fan film, uh, James Bond series, Mission Impossible series, Quick Time events, uh, the first-person scene from Doom the movie, <laughs> and uh, the Da Vinci Code. Dude, sorry. Brian Cranston. Perfect Sully. Oh yeah, come on. That would be perfect. Yeah. Hey, you can't get better. That okay. We've passed one roll <laughs> right can't. now. It's done. <laughs> Finished. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So no, I, I really like this movie. Uh you know, this fan film. I I think it's really surprising how well it came out. Um Yeah. I but, amazing. And it's secret. But, I gotta give him props for no one really like talking right? about it. And I'm and I, I imagine, by the way, like I know you said you don't know who he is, but like Nathan Fillion, like he he makes you know he makes good money. He's a, like he's a you know a yeah. cult favorite, and I'm sure he didn't get much for this. So that's pretty cool that he was like that into it. Like that's that's pretty cool. So this this being a fan film, I figured this episode would be a little little on the short side. So I just wanted to bring up two little side things that are both a little related. Uh, just to chat with you about for a quick second. Yeah, of course. Um, so the first one, did you see the link I sent you about the uh, the sarcophagus that was work? opened? Uh, you know, that, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're talking about? The the drink the dark blood of the sarcophagus or whatever? <laughs> yes. Do what think, the hell was I looking at? Do you think this would make a good uh, setting for the next Uncharted game? Uh, so th this is a real thing. A, a, sarcophagus, <laughs> a sarcophagus was discovered a few weeks ago in ancient Egypt, and they opened it up, and I guess the bones had, like, over time melted into a liquid. And all these idiots on the internet are doing a change.org petition so they could drink some of the liquid to see what <laughs> Like, as if it's cursed or something. They're trying to get to five thousand. I think when I you said, I think I read it at like three three thousand six hundred already, or some crazy shit. I think this is a great jumping off point for a new. I think some some crazy lunatic wants that liquid so he can make himself some invincible potion or something like that. I think uh, <laughs> this is the next Nathan Drake adventure. I, I think, think I think we've been I think we've been drinking this liquid and we don't even know it yet. <laughs> We're losing our fucking minds. <laughs> dude, dude, just think of it. How how much how quick does death come to you after you drink this liquid? Like, <laughs> like I guess so. We, be, uh, what do you think it tastes like? <laughs> dude, I, how do you not like just vomit your guts out immediately <laughs> upon touching your lips? Like that's gonna kill you instantaneously. I can't. Pharaoh bones oh, turned into God. liquid. <laughs> let, people, let people drink the little red liquid from the dark sarcophagus. Oh my god, ridiculous! Oh so uh, god. The, the other the other one. This is more of just a nerd news uh, kind of thing. Um, did you watch the trailer yet for Glass? 
No, I didn't actually. It, it just I, hit no, the internet no, like no. a few hours ago. No, I I wish you would have told me before we did this. No, I didn't. Oh, oh my god, it looks so fucking good. Does it look good? Please so tell me good. it shows all three of them together at some point. Yes, absolutely. Immediately. Oh, so absolutely. He's like, oh. Oh, well, I'm yeah. going to have to see it immediately after this yeah. podcast. You watch it after the podcast and let me know Let me know uh, how you like it, because I, I think can, it's going to be so good. Can I, can I bring something up? Yes, absolutely. Go for it. What is it? Is it Overlord Cloverfield? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we, got, we, just, we should prep and say that you and I got in a private argument about this like yes. two days ago. We were like, I, 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 want, I want to argue with strangers about this. I, wanna, I, I believe, okay... Now, it, it had been known for quite some time. I don't know if you were really following along with this at all, but o o Overlord was supposed to be yeah. Cloverfield 4. I think it was and actually it, supposed to be Cloverfield 3, um, but then all of a sudden Paradox came out and ruined everything. Um, but then it, was, so uh, then it was Cloverfield 4, and uh, a lot of people called it Cloverlord. That was like the... Uh, <laughs> Cloverlord, yeah, I remember Clover that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and... And, you know, I, I don't know if if Nazi zombies is really the direction I wanted Cloverfield to go, but, I mean, it looks kind of good. And, you know, but the thing is, is that in, like, the weeks leading up to this trailer reveal, J.J. Abrams has said with 100% certainty this is not a Cloverfield movie. Um, it's The trailer certainly has no Cloverfield in it, but there's, like, a lot of mystery to it, like, what's behind but that neither wall did, But neither did, whatchamacallit, what was the, what was the John Goodman? Uh, neither yeah, did ten, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't like I know that names in it, but they never like that. The trailers never looked. It didn't look like Cloverfield. Remember? That's right, what made it was, so amazing. Yeah, there was no telling that that was what that was about to yeah, be exactly. until, until it got to the end of the trailer and said the name. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think that it is within the realm of something J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot would do to ride this uh, th this whole promotional period with still sticking to the story that this is not a Cloverfield movie. Until it gets to the end of the movie and they open up that wall and out pops a fucking Cloverfield monster or something. Yeah, but see that and that's so first of all, 10 Cloverfield Lane, 95% of the movie was amazing. Like that movie was just that was so fantastic. First of all, you and I are oh. big huge John Goodman fan. Like I, he's I just love incredible. That movie. Love that movie. And it could have done without the last five minutes of that film and it still would have been incredible because that, you know, who sure. cares? That was just sort of like the oh guys, look, we're in Cloverfield too, and the aliens have come to Earth and this is what's going on, right? But anyway, yeah. um I just I just want to talk about Cloverfield for one second because I'm, and I think you are too, we're big fans. We like the 10 Cloverfield Lane and we like the first Cloverfield movie. Obviously, like most of the Cloverfield fans, we are not fans of Paradox. Yes. Um, and if, and again, it's just a trailer, dude. I didn't love, I didn't love the trailer and it's just a trailer, of course, but I was just kind of like, eh, okay. I, I think what they need to do with Cloverfield is we need to get back to the monster. <laughs> he needs to make an actual sequel. Yeah. You but know, he kind of screwed that. Right. He's kind of screwed that with Paradox. I know. Paradox is really like, I, it makes me so sad because, you know, some people are, are, are Star Wars people. Some people are Star Trek people. Some people are Terminator people, which I love Terminator too, but yeah. that's a whole other story. But some people are alien people, predator people. I'm a Cloverfield person. Yeah. And I don't even really care about the franchise that much anymore because Paradox, no. it really tore the whole thing apart to a point where it's just... Yes, anything can happen, and that's why it's terrible. Like, and nothing has to make sense anymore, and nothing has to be good anymore. Yeah, and it, Paradox it is really a prime example of a fan film that's not good. Because <laughs> that's what it looked like to me. But anyway, I'll be going to get totally blacklisted from Hollywood for the rest of my life. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, Overlord. Yeah, I don't buy it. I don't think – I think he – I don't think – 
it overlord would have to be amazing or he's really just screwed cloverfield you know like yeah. that's it like it's really dead like i feel like the saving grace of cloverfield is that paradox was a netflix thing yes we all tuned into it immediately that night when we found that it was going a lot we were all like oh my god freaked out so excited yeah. but um it's still safe because it was a Netflix thing. It wasn't the wide release thing, right? So right, right. if this is Cloverfield, which again, you're 100% correct. J.J. Abrams is great. This is, what he, this is where he makes his bread and butter. He's yeah. great at this marketing thing and like messing with people's heads and getting, you know, even if the film's just like a seven out of 10, all the hype he's able to produce around it and all the marketing makes the films always feel like they're nines, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. So, so if this is a J.J. Abrams thing, then this thing's gotta be like amazing. And so far the trailer, I was just kind of like, huh? So yeah. I'm hoping it's not personally, but we'll see. You know, you know what? Last thing, what most likely is what happened is they were finishing this movie up, and they were like, "Okay, this is easily the third best Cloverfield movie." And JJ was like, <laughs> "Okay, fuck this, we can't have this. Let's let's cut all the Cloverfield out of it and just." Go back to just Overlord. No more Cloverlord. Just Overlord. That's exactly what probably happened. You're actually probably right. Paradox happened, and the guys were like, the editor was like, guys, this is yeah. amazing. The third best Cloverfield we've ever made. Yeah. It was like, abort, abort. Yeah, exactly. So that I bet you behind that wall, that scene, probably you're right. It probably was at one point, if it's not Cloverfield, probably was yeah. like a Cloverfield monster or some sort yeah. of Cloverfield something, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just a bunch of zombies. Yeah, it's yeah. just gonna be a bunch of zombies that are. Yeah, this is gonna be. It's gonna be a Wolfenstein three, the movie. <laughs> well, TJ, thanks again for being here. Uh, glad to finally get you back on again. We will get to that Jurassic World one of these days. Can't wait. Can't uh, wait anyth man. Anything you want to uh, plug before you get going? Uh, no. No. That's <laughs> I have nothing going on right now in my life, man. <laughs> well, we'll, get, we'll get we'll get you back on the show, and then you can plug the show, and then uh... I will plug the shit out of the show. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Sonny. I'm Kev. And together we present There Will Be Geek, a compendium and magazine of all the nonsense you can possibly eat about pop culture. There's like a bomb duck to a toilet, and on toilet paper it says, boom, you're dead. How do you not like that? Two podcasts a month. Just going back to the rib removal to blow yourself in, or it always concerns celebrities who would in no way ever need to give themselves a blowjob. If Clint Howard removed a rib to blow himself, I can understand that, because <laughs> who the f*** would? So come along. You can find us on iTunes, Lipsin, SoundCloud, Facebook, www.therewillbegeek.com. Have a listen. So I forgot to mention this at the top of the show, but did you guys realize this is episode 20? That's insane, right? And, you know, honestly, we had a couple of... Uh, special episodes along the way and all that. We had some follow-up episodes, some mini episodes. So, I mean, really, we're even ahead of that. But as far as, like, main episodes go, this is the 20th episode of Piecing It Together. And, you know, when I first started it out, you know, I had no idea where we would be going with it and, you know, how long it would last. But 20 episodes, it's a pretty good start. And uh, also, we, we hit a pretty good milestone on downloads as well uh, just the other day. So I'm really happy how this show is going. And... um we're going to keep watching all these movies and keep doing episodes on them. And uh, we'll do some more uh, different ones like this today, the Uncharted uh, fan film. Um, also some more of these indie films that we've uh, done a couple of. But we're also going to keep seeing all the big movies that are coming out. Right now, um, the uh, San Diego Comic-Con is happening. And they showed trailers for Glass. They showed trailers for um, the new Godzilla, um, Aquaman, Shazam. 
I mean, so many movies are coming, and so that we're going to have no shortage of uh, great movies to watch and do episodes on. So I'm looking forward to the future of Piecing It Together. Um, make sure you are subscribed to the show. Again, you can find Piecing It Together on any podcast app. You can also review us on iTunes, which is really helpful. Um, so if you could go leave us a review, that would be really awesome. Leave five stars, even better. And uh, follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Go to our website, PiecingPod.com. Get signed up for that mailing list. Uh, once I get back from this podcast movement convention, I'm getting that first uh, uh, prize drawing going. Um, so get signed up for that mailing list. At this point, I'd say if you sign up, you're going to win something. So uh, go get signed up. That would be awesome if you did, and you'll probably win something because we don't have a lot of people yet. Um, but we do have a bunch of subscribers to the actual show, so as long as people are listening, you know what? If you're not on the mailing list, I'm not going to sweat it, but I'd say it's in your best interest to get signed up because you're going to win some really cool stuff. So uh, with that said, this week, my new virtual reality music video, Palindrome 360, is coming out. Um, it was created by New Line Videography. It's really cool. It's really trippy. It's really, uh, it's a really cool experience. It's something I haven't seen yet in virtual reality, and uh, I think people are going to really dig it. Um, so you'll be able to find a link to that in the show notes, um, and also on our website. We'll put a link to that once it's up. Um, and I'll, of course, be talking about it more in the future. Maybe we'll even do a little uh, mini episode about the experience. That could be kind of cool, right? Um, <laughs> so yeah, a lot, lots coming up. Uh, we're going to be, we already have like three more movies scheduled for the next couple of weeks. And I'll also do some kind of like mini coverage or something or other, uh, with how this podcast movement, uh, convention went. So lots more content coming your way. Thanks again for listening. And I'm gonna leave you with a piece of my music. What should I leave you with today? Um, I don't know. I'll figure something out. It'll be playing here in three two, one, here we go.
and All Points West. Thank you.